Welcome to a new episode of the Upper Room Church Podcast. Let's join Pastor Johnson as he shares another life-changing message. Well, today we're going to get into the Word. And um got a good study for you. I, I, I want to do the same as I did if the Lord allowed me to get into... Uh, the teach mode for right now. This is um, this is very very important, and uh, and I think it will bless our soul on today. Okay, let me give you the scriptures that I have now. I have quite a few scriptures. I think I got. Let's see. I got six six scriptures. Um, one of them in the book of James. The other five are written by Titus, so they're in the book of Titus. Titus thought so much about the subject that I'm going to uh, talk on today. Now, Titus is a short book. It's only three chapters. First Titus, second Titus, and the third book of Titus. Only three books. And he thought so much about this subject that I'm going to talk about today that he he wrote five different times on this particular subject in only three books. Okay, and I found that was all. Uh, it really blew my mind and saw that he really addressed the issue again and again and again and again. So he thought it was just that important to really address this subject, and that's what I'm going to be dealing with on today. Okay, let me give you the subject. If you, you, those of you that have your pencil and paper, you like to write this down. And this subject right here and, uh, uh, is it's entitled Maintaining good works maintaining good works mother if you listening you and I used to talk about that all the time uh, as I used to pick you up on Sunday morning from church or call you from time to time when I asked how you was doing and you always told me Ella I'm just maintaining I'm just maintaining well that's what we're going to talk about today mother we're going to talk about maintaining and Titus thought so much about it that he wrote about it five different times Man, that's awesome. And we're going to deal with that on today, okay? Well, let me give you these scriptures. Maintaining good works, okay? Maintaining good works. That's the subject. Uh, my first scripture I want to give you is coming out of the book of James. James, the uh, first chapter, verse 22 through 25. That's James, the first chapter. Verse 22 through 25. Okay, now if you're not writing it down, we're going to come back to it. You get it. Uh, we got James. Now, the rest of them is in the book of Titus. Five, five of them are coming out of the book of Titus. Now, Titus, when he talked about these, I'm going to give them to you in the order, in the category in which I think they, they apply to our lives. Now, Titus, when he wrote it, he said a little something about it in the second chapter, the third chapter. Uh, and it back and forth like that. But he moved around about how he talked about it in different subjects. But I looked at it and I tried to put it in some type of alignment. So this is the alignment that I put uh, this this uh, particular uh, topic that we're going to talk about in order. It's titled to give it to it. So this first titles, I mean the first uh, book of titles, I'm sorry, titles the third chapter. Okay. That's my first scripture. Titus, the third chapter, verse number eight. Write that down, if you will, please. Titus 3 and verse 8. Okay, the next one is Titus 3 and 14. That's Titus 3 and 14. Uh, And the next one is Titus 2 and verse 7. So that's Titus 2 and verse 7. And then the next one is Titus 2 and 14. Titus 2 and 14. And then the last one will be Titus 3 and verse 1. Titus 3 and verse 1. So all of these uh, titles, uh, like I said, just three chapters here. And in the second chapter titles and third chapter titles, he dealt with this subject very heavily. In chapter 3, he talked about it three times, about maintaining. In chapter 2, 
he spoke about it uh, twice. Okay, so we we have the subject maintaining good works, and it's very important. I want to talk to you just a little bit about that today, about maintaining good works. I want to show you how important it is. Now I put it in a in a in a in an order form, and I think it it, it applies to our life because Tyler dealt with it uh, five different times. I just sort of arranged it, and when I read it and looked over it, I, I, I said, I think this is the order that we can look at it and apply it to our life, although he said a little bit about it in the third chapter, although he said a little bit about it in the, in the second chapter. And so I just put it in a in an orderly form, okay? So let's take a look at the word of the Lord in uh, Titus. Uh, well, first of all, let's go to James before we go to Titus, okay? We're going to start it off in James, that James kicks it off for us. Now, James, the first chapter of James, James, the brother of our Lord Jesus Christ. Y'all know, know Jesus had brothers. Yes, he did. He had brothers. Okay, so Jesus' brother here, James, um, in the first chapter, in verse number 22. Let's take a look at that. James started off by saying this right here. He said, but be ye doers of the word. That's what James, where he started off. He said, be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving our own selves. So what James is saying to us today, brothers and sisters, is not so much as to uh, hear God's word. Hearing it is wonderful. But we got to be able to digest and uh, 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 apply what we hear. There's a lot of people in life that know a lot of things, but we all don't do everything we know. Well, I myself find my guilt of the same. Find myself guilty of that. There's a lot of things I do that I don't know, but what I do know that I think is very, very important that I try to find myself doing. And of course, when it comes down to the Word of God, everything that I do hear from the Word of God, I I believe that it is important and it's uh, essential. And so James said right here. He said, "Be ye talking to the brothers and sisters here." He said, "Be ye doers, doers of." the word, and not hear his only. So uh, I hear I hear the gospel message being preached. I hear the word of God being taught. But uh, do I really believe in it? I, I remember one day a man was asked a question. He was a, a, a big-time leader at one particular time. He was actually president of the United States. I won't dare call his name. But he he, he was a Christian man. And he was asked the question, did he believe in the Word of God, in the Bible? And he said, yes, he believed in the Bible. He believed in uh, the faith. He was a believer. But I asked him, did he believe everything in the Bible? And he said, no, he didn't believe everything in the Bible. He didn't think that the Bible, everything that it said, everything that it talked about, actually uh, was real, was true, that you could take it for a face value. And it shocked me to uh, hear him make those statements that it's just something people just can't grasp, you know, uh, faith and believing God and healing and deliverance and, and, and the things that God did, opening the eyes of the blind and raising the dead and feeding the 5,000 with the, uh, you know, five lo body of the loaves of bread and, and the two fish. Some people just can't perceive that. They can read it, and they read it as just, well, that's a story that's been told. Well, you and I, we know that the Bible is more than just a story that's being told. We take the Word of God as face value, what it says. I believe that if Jesus said it, he did it, and I believe the writers that uh, recorded it, they saw it, and it's for us today to believe. I believe Jesus healed the sick. I believe that with all my heart. I believe that uh, uh, when when Peter's wife was sick with the fever, Jesus stopped by there and rebuked that fever, and that fever left that lady and went away. I believe that. I believe that one day uh, 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 there was a funeral session, uh, and Jesus walked, came by, and they was on their way. Uh, in a funeral session, lined up, going on the way to the grave. And Jesus stopped the funeral recession and uh, spoke to the person that was uh, dead, and that person came alive. 
I believe that. Oh, that's the word of God. I believe what it said. So so there are some people who who love the word of God and love to hear it taught and love to hear it preached, uh, but they don't believe in every application, all the applications of the word. They don't believe in that, all the applications of the word, and for uh, applying them to their life. You know, so here, but James is saying, be ye doers, be doers of the word and not hearers on it. No, not just hear the word, but God really intends for us to hear his word and to practice what we hear. Yeah, we're supposed to practice this. We're a Christian. We practice what we hear as we read the word of God, and we're not going to be deceiving our own selves. And goes on, verse number 23, he goes on and says, for if any man be a hearer of the word and not a doer, check this out. If any man be a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man beholding uh, his natural face in the glass. That's a mirror. Uh, he's like a man that's looking in the mirror and beholding his natural face. If you just hear the word and don't do it, you just it's like looking into the mirror at yourself. And then he goes on to say, uh, in verse 24, and he behold himself and go his way and straight away forget what manner of man he was. Now, who is it that you know can look in the mirror and see themselves and then walk away and don't know what they look like? You and I know what we look like because we see our reflection in the mirror. You know, or you, you have a mole on your face. You know uh, how you look when you look in the mirror. And if you saw a, a picture of yourself, you knew, you know exactly, beyond a shadow of a doubt, that that's you because you know how you look. So Jesus said through James, if a person just hear his word and do not apply his word, is not a doer of his word, it's like a person looking in the mirror and forgotten what he looked like. You know, and I think that's that's ridiculous. That's a, a how can you do that? Forget how you look. Well, that's the analogies that Jane put forth. You forgot how you look, so we don't want to go around forgetting how we look. So he said, "They that uh, hear the word and be a doer, a man uh, hear the word and and not a doer, is like one that's looking in the mirror and uh, forgetting how he his his or her appearance might be." Now check out verse twenty-five. Uh, but whosoever look into the perfect law or liberty, that's the word of God, whoever look into the word of God and co and continues therein, he being not a forgetful here. This is what the Lord wants us to do. Don't be a forgetful here. Don't forget what you heard. Not a forgetful here, but a doer of the work. This man shall be blessed in his deed. This man, this woman shall be blessed in his deed. And truly, brothers and sisters, you and I want to be a blessed person. Amen. I want to be blessed, and I know you do too. So he said, if we are looking to the word of God and we continue in the word of God and we don't forget about what we read, what I read last night, what I read last week, what I, what I heard a week before that, what I've learned during in my study, if I don't forget what I heard and what I learned, uh, the Lord said, you'll be blessed in your deeds. Now, when you take a look at that right there, blessed in your deeds, that means something. That is very, very heavy. Uh, that means blessed in what you are doing, your deeds, your business, uh, whatever your, your occupation might be. Uh, God said you will be blessed in your uh, deeds. Let me read it to you in the Amplified Bible. It said like this. But he who looks carefully into the flawless law, uh, the law of liberty, and is faithful to it and persevere in looking into it, being not a heedless listener who forgets, we don't want to forget, but an active doer who obeys, he shall be blessed in his doing in his life of obedience. So whatever you are doing, your business, uh, whatever your trade might be, 
occupation might be. God said, if you don't be a forgetful here, God will bless you in your deeds. Your business will be blessed. Your occupation will be blessed. Whatever you put your hand, set your hand forth to do, will it'll, it'll prosper if we be a doer and not a forgetful here. Okay, so there it is. James kicks it off about uh, doing this work, okay? Now, if you will, turn with me to the book of Titus. We're going to be in the Titus to remain another time here. Uh, five, five different points. Now, Titus, Titus uh, was one of Paul's followers. Uh, Paul was one of the, the greatest apostles in the New Testament uh, uh, Bible here, and he taught many, many uh, 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 soldiers. He taught Luke was his uh Consider his son Titus was his son, and and Timothy was his son. All these men they worked with Paul. Paul was a great leader, and these men worked under Paul. Paul trained them in the ministry, and they assisted him uh, in in helping these helping with these churches that they established. So here Titus, uh, this great teacher here, taught by one of the best, Paul. And uh, Titus thought so much of this subject about maintaining good works that he penned it, and he wrote it three different times. So I got five points about good works I want to talk to you today, amen, in the book of Titus, okay? Now, looking at Titus, the third chapter, we want to go there first. So uh, in the third chapter of Titus, verse number eight, I believe that we we should start here, and we will revert back to different different passages. But the third chapter, verse number eight, I want to go there first, and because here it starts off by talking to the believers. So no matter what he said about maintaining good works or having good works or keeping up good works, or it doesn't matter what he say. But it, I believe it's very important that it starts when you and I become a believer in the body of Christ, okay? Now, let me just give you a good definition of this word maintain. Uh, I looked it up for you. Maintain means to keep in uh, appropriate condition, to keep something in appropriate condition, you know, uh, uh, to provide with the necessities. Necessities. That's the only way you can uh, maintain something is that you have the necessity to, to do it. Okay, uh, for life or the necessity for existence, the necessary thing. Okay, it goes on to say maintaining uh, good works is is uh, essential. It's absolutely essential. It's absolutely necessary. It's extremely important. Maintaining good works that we're about to get into, and in many many cases, maintaining good work is detrimental. What I mean by that, it tends to, it can tend to cause harm if you don't maintain good works, okay? And maintain, keep things up, keep it up in good condition. Now, uh, an example of maintaining. Some people, uh, as I drive by some people's homes, I notice they have a beautiful lawn. The yard looks just beautiful. So they maintain the lawn. Okay, beautiful grass. You know, they kept it up. They had it sprayed. They got all the weeds out. They maintained it. You know, and, and how do they maintain it? They they had the necessary necessary uh, 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 things that they needed to maintain it to make the grass look healthy. Okay, get all the weeds out. Turf bills or whatever. Scott turf bill, whatever they had put on it, but to give them a healthy looking lawn. Okay, uh, another, another example of maintain. Some people, uh, we all can identify with a car, okay? The Lord bless you with a car. Some people maintain their cars by keeping the oil changed, keeping good tires on the car, uh, keeping the car washed and clean. They just take care of their car, you know? So that that's maintaining. They maintain their car well. And you and I can both identify that there are some people that don't maintain their 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 property well. They let it run down. They they don't have good tires on it. Uh, they may not keep it clean. They may not keep the oil changed, and it may not run so well. So you understand where I'm going with maintaining. That means keeping your stuff up. 
So it is with your house. You can identify that, ladies. Your house, maintaining your home. God bless you with a beautiful home. You maintain it. You, you, you. It, it looks good from the street. It's good inside, and you just keep your house nice and clean. That's maintaining. So we all can identify with what maintaining means. Keeping things up. Okay, keeping things up. So titles understood the importance of maintaining. And I want to drive home this point along with Brother James and titles today that it's very important that you and I maintain good works until Jesus come and get us out of this world. Not not so much to let our guards down. If we don't work at it, if we don't work at it, uh, our good works will go out of the window. It will go away, and we will become corrupt individuals, just like the world is corrupt. We won't be good, productive citizens. So you and I, we have our work cut out for us to be what the Lord is calling for us to be until he come and take the church home. Okay, so let's look at our titles of third chapter, verse number eight. He started off by saying this right here. This is a faithful saying. Yes, it is. And these things I will that thou affirm constantly. So this is what Tyler is, is instructing us to do, we leaders here. Uh, confirm this uh, constantly. You can't, you can't say it enough. You can't put enough uh, emphasis on it enough. I can't address it enough that it, this is very, very important. This is a faithful saying, a true saying, and I wish that you would affirm these things constantly. Keep saying it over and over and over that they which have believed in God, you that believe in God, might be careful to maintain good works. These things are good and profitable unto all men. So I want to start at verse number 8 with the maintaining because he started off by saying, they which have believed in God. So you that are believers today, I want to go there first before I go anywhere else, not prior to you being saved uh, because prior to being saved and giving your life to the Lord, you you may not care very much about maintaining anything. Uh, you know, the care just wasn't there. Okay, but since we are saved now, we're, we're saints, we're Christians uh, 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 in the body of Christ, Paul is saying, uh, Titus is saying, Reverend, he said uh, that they which are believers, you that believe in God, and I, and that that's me, that's you. You that believe in God, he want me to drive this point and affirm it constantly that they might be careful, be very, very careful, brothers and sisters, to maintain, to maintain good works. You got to work on it. You you got to you got to keep it up. Don't don't let the lawn go get out of control. Don't let weeds grow in your lawn. Don't let the house go down. Don't let the car uh just 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 go by the wayside. You got to keep it up. If you don't keep it up, it will go by the wayside. So this is very very important to you and I as Christians. And I see so many Christians today they're not maintaining I hear them all the time, and I see them, they're not maintaining. Well, they still, they say they love the Lord. Yes, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to throw anybody under the bus, but I want to sh- let you let you uh, see what I'm talking about. That's very, very important, that we don't just talk to talk, that we walk to walk. I, I, I want to make sure uh, that you understand what I'm saying here. As we talk to talk, it's very important that you walk to walk. In other words, I, I, I remember in the old days, we had a sister in our church, uh, uh, Bertha, uh, Sister Bertha. She used to sing a song years ago. She said, I want to uh, live the life that I sing about in my song. Maybe some of y'all heard that before. I don't know. It's an old song. But she said, I want to I wanna live the life that I sing about in my song. And that is so, so true. That is so, so important. Many times we sing songs, and, and, and we're just the opposite of what we sing. Uh, but we want to make sure we maintain good work. So this is what Titus is saying here to the church. He said, you that, uh, you that believe in God, you're a believer today. Be careful, very, very careful that you, that you are, are maintaining good work, that you're keeping good works up, that you're striving hard to, to make sure that you have 
good works in the body of Christ. If you don't work on it, believe me, your yard will look terrible. If you don't work on it, believe me, your car will look bad. If you don't work on it, believe me, the house will fall in on you if you don't work on these things. Okay? If you don't work on it, believe me. I, I was watching this show just the other day with the family and I, and I, I don't really like looking at it. I look at it and I want to turn the channel and do something else. But uh, <clears throat> but anyway, the family enjoyed the show. And the, the name of the show is uh, has to do with hoarding. Uh, I think extreme hoarding or something like that. Uh, this, 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 this old lady, she just, it, it can be a man too. I'm not just talking about a lady. It can be a man too. They just, they just gather so much junk. The house is full of junk from the front to the back that they, you, you can almost touch the ceiling. The stuff is halfway the house which just junk throughout the house. In other words, this, this lady is, has not, is not maintaining her property, so and and it get the attention sometimes of her children, her family members, or sometimes the the landlord, the resident, the owner of the property have to come by and and take a look at what's going on. She's not maintaining the property. He's not maintaining. It, it works both ways. Men's a hoarder too. They have stuff halfway the house. You can almost. You can put a light bulb in and you don't need a ladder. So maintain. You follow what I'm saying. And I'm not messing with anybody, but I'm just trying to show you this very, very important, brothers and sisters, that we maintain good work because if we let our guards down, junk will grow, weeds will grow up. In, uh, in our lawn, uh, 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 things that the Lord blesses us to have will, will, will it'll just go by the wayside or fall apart. If you don't work on your your walk with the Lord, your Christian life, if you don't work on it, believe me, you will get in worse shape than you could ever imagine. You know, you 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 be the, you may be, and, and here's the sad thing about it: sometimes you may be the last person that know that you in a bad bad way. So we have to, we have to maintain the things that God has given us. And brothers and sisters here, God has given us the word of the Lord. He blessed us. He's given us eternal life in his word. And, and we read his word and we study the word. And it's very, very important, imperative that I maintain good work. I have to work on things. You know, my attitude, I, 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 I believe that I have a, uh, a decent personality. I believe I, I have a, a good character, self-esteem, and I believe all these things about myself, and so do you. I believe I'm a pretty good person to know. So do you. Okay, uh, well, I have to work on some things for that to continue to be true. If I don't work on some things, uh, then my self-esteem, my behavior, my character, my spirit, um, you know, um, my persona, wh whatever you want to name it, it can become a certain way, and I might be the last person that know that I'm not maintaining anymore. Okay, and so this is why Timothy, uh, our title that is, thought it was so important to address the issue about maintaining good work. And he said, these things are good and they are profitable unto all men. It's very good, brothers, that we learn to maintain as Christians. So I started here as Christian right here when he said the word believers. This is why I want to start, chapter 3. You believers, make sure that you are maintaining good works. You got to keep it up. You got to work on it. You got to work on it. If you don't work on it, it'll get it'll get worse than what it is. Now, my next point out of the five points that uh, Titus talk about maintaining, it's in the same chapter, chapter 3, so we don't have to do a lot of turning the pages. Same chapter, chapter 3. Now, look at verse 14. He, he, he thought so much about it. He, he talked about it in verse 8. Then he skipped down a few verses, and he came back, and he began to talk about it again. This is very, very important, maintaining good work. Look at, look at verse 14. He said, let ours also learn to maintain good work for necessary, for necessary use that they be not fruitful. Now, verse 14, when I look at this, I looked at the word there when he said, he said, let ours. You see that? O-U-R-S. And I, I I wonder what Titus was saying, what he meant when he said that. And instead of saying, uh, let us or let me, let you, uh, 
uh, learn to maintain good work. He said, let ours, O-U-R-S, ours. And when I looked that up in my other translation, what titles were getting at and what he was saying, he, when he said let ours, he said that means our own people. Let our own people learn. Our people, you and I, let our own people, our brothers and sisters in the body of Christ, let ours, our people, our own people learn. And then he said, learn, learn, L-E-R-N, learn to maintain. See, maintaining good works is, is not something that, that happens. You know, you don't, you don't just automatically know how to have a beautiful lawn. You don't automatically know how to have have a clean house or a beautiful home looking at from the street uh, or a clean car. You just don't automatically. You have to learn these things. You know, I, I've I've learned, brothers and sisters, that I've learned that everything in life, almost I can say almost everything in life. I I, I go that far. I won't say everything. I will say everything, but I can't be absolutely positively sure about everything. But I won't say most things in life. Is learned. You don't you don't come here born knowing how to do it. You learned it. Uh, somebody taught you, uh, and that's why it's so important to have a teacher. We 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 send our children to school to learn. Now we have teachers, but the teacher can't learn your children. They can't learn for them. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the teacher teach, and it's up to the child to learn. Your, your pastor or your minister teach the word of God, and he preached the word of God, but he can't learn for you. You have to learn, okay? You have to learn. And so uh, everything in life, almost everything in life, I find out is something that we learn. I learn how to, to, to go to work and, and make a living for my family, pay bills and take care of and provide for my family. I learned that. How did I learn it? I learned it by others who did it. I watched my parents. I watched other folks' parents. And you, everything in life pretty much is learned. Uh, driving an automobile. I didn't come here born. I didn't know how to drive. Just come here and get, get in the car and start driving. I learned. I, I, I watched my mom. We grew up in the country, and we had a, a car. That it, it was a, a, a stick shift. And I watched her change those gears. I watched her push that clutch in and shift it to first and shift it to second and third and on and on and on. And I watched her and I watched her. And one day I got in that car and lo and behold, I was shifting those gears. But I learned. I learned. And this is what Paul said. I mean, I'm saying not Paul, but, but Timothy. This is what this is, no, this, Titus did it. This is what Titus is saying. Let our people learn to maintain good works. And you learn by watching others. Learn by watching other people who know how this thing works. Learn by watching your other brothers and sisters in the body of Christ. I learned to maintain good works uh, because this is good. It's, ne it's for necessary use that they be not unfruitful. And so, uh, so the next point is he said, let us learn. So after we will become believers, he told us we need to uh, be careful to maintain it. And then after that, he said, now, now let's learn it. Let's learn it. So you, you don't want to learn. Before you become a believer, you're not going to learn anything. So here we are learning since we are believers. So I put it in that category. Now we are believers, and now we are learning. We are learning, brothers and sisters. You have to learn. You got to give people time. Give them a chance. You know, you can't quit a habit or break a habit overnight. You didn't, you didn't get a habit overnight. It, it came over time, and it takes time to get away from some things. So, so we learn uh, to maintain good works for necessary uses, necessary uses that they be not unfruitful. So my next point is, point number three. So point number one is, uh, he said, as believers, we should maintain good work. Point number two, as believers, now we learn to maintain good work because it's very important. All right. Now, point number three is in Titus' the second chapter. Titus 2, follow along with me. Titus 2 and verse number 7. Check this out. We're still in the book of Titus. He thought so much about maintaining that when he got on the subject, brothers and sisters, he stayed on it. I mean, he drove the point home. Look at, look at sec, second, 
second chapter, verse number two. All right. He said in verse number seven, he said, in all things, showing thyself a pattern of good works. Y'all see it? Showing yourself a pattern of good works in doctrine, showing uncorruptedness, in gravity, and in sincerity. So, so Titus thought so much of this thing called maintaining. He told us as believers, be careful to maintain it. Then after believers, he said, learn how to do it, maintain it. And now after we learn how to do it, he said, now after we learn how to do it, now sh- make a pattern of it. Show yourself, show yourself, give yourself, showing yourself a pattern. You know what a pattern is. A pattern is something you go by. And if you look at the pattern, we just in teach mode this morning. If you look at the pattern, people do have patterns in their life. Many times I notice when law enforcement arrests some of the bad guys for the crimes that they do, did uh, or committed, they look at the pattern. They look at, they pull up his record, his rap sheet, and say they can look way back in 1980. He broke in this store, and in 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 in, in the 90s he did this crime, and bring it on up to date. They're following the pattern. He uh, robbed somebody, and coming on up to he 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 did this. He committed this crime and did that crime, and they look at the pattern that this person uh, committed in his life. Everything has a pattern. You and I have a pattern, but we want to make sure that we have a pattern of good works, okay? And so many times when the uh, officers, even the judge, when it comes down to sentencing, they will look at the pattern set forth in an individual life, and they will give you time uh, according to the pattern that they see. And if the the pattern is too often, too many times, all the time, repeatedly, sometimes they will label you as a, uh, uh, what do you want to call it, a habitual, uh, habitual, habitual criminal. And they will give you uh, time according to that. So this person is a habitual criminal. He's, he's just going to live a life of crime, and he's repeated doing crime, crime after crime after crime. And so they might say, well, we're just going to keep you in prison because we let you out. You're just going to go out and do something else wrong. So they, they, they judge you according to the pattern. The pattern is very, very important. And so this is what title is driving home to us, to us brothers and sisters. You believers in the body of Christ. You, you, you have learned now. You have learned now. And then he said, okay, you, you believers, and you that have, are learning. He said, now, show yourself a pattern of good work. Okay, a pattern of things that you've done that was well. You were loving, you was kind, you was helping, you was caring. you just done so many good things down through the year. You have helped people, you have shown hospitality. That You just have so many patterns of good works. And this is what God wants to do. Show a pattern of good works, not bad works, but good works in doctrine, in the, in the doctrine showing uncorrupted. When it comes down to the word of God, when it comes to the teaching of God, people look at our life and can say, uh, you know, and, 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 and you really think about it, brothers and sisters, we, we live our funeral each and every day. We all live in our funeral. So if we live our funeral now, when it comes time for us to go, the preacher ain't got to say a whole lot because we already lived our, friend, our funeral. All he got to do is just talk to the people that's out there because we already lived and preached our own sermon. So by the pattern, when people say, well, uh, he was a good man, she was a good woman, you know, they're seeing it, looking at the pattern. He was a good brother. He was a good sister. That's the pattern. So you already, you live in your funeral right now by this pattern that Titus is teaching us to, uh, uh, to, to set forth in our life. Learn, setting forth, he said, look at this right here. Showing ourselves a pattern of good works in doctrine, showing uncorruptedness and in gravity, and in sincerity, and when we are very, very, I am very, very sincere about what I'm doing. And so I have to show a pattern that people can look at and say, uh, he's a serious man. She's very serious about things. He's serious about his relationship. He's serious about his family. She's serious about her family. You know, a serious, serious, sincere. We, uh, a pattern. Some people, they, they're just not serious. 
they're not serious. And so, therefore, you can see a pattern of them not being serious because of the way they uh, uh, carry themselves. We're looking at the pattern. And so this is a point that ties a driver home. He thought it was so important, so important that he pinned it five different times. Okay, now he said that point number three, he said now, showing yourself. Show yourself. Now, don't so much do it to show other people. Now, the pattern that you're setting for for being kind and loving and helping and caring, you're not really doing it for people to, to, to see it. You're doing it for yourself. And if you do it, uh, don't worry about people. They're they going to see it because, you, you know, brothers and sisters, people are watching. Whether you know it or not, they are watching. Believe me, you they are watching. i never forget once upon a time, we got a ice uh, came through, and uh, I went outside and wasn't careful what I was doing. I peeped out there. I didn't see anybody. I looked around. I didn't see nobody. I went out there and slipped up, and I fell, and I mean, I fell good. And uh, I looked around to see who was looking. I didn't see a face. I didn't see nobody looking. I went back inside, but the next day, the, behold, the neighbor said, I saw Brother Johnson went outside telling the wife. He went outside. I saw him fall out there. People watching you when you when you don't think they're watching you. So don't worry about showing this pattern of good work for somebody to see. You're doing it for yourself. They're going to see it anyway. You just do it. Just have the pattern, okay? The pattern of good work. Now, that brings me to my next point about this pattern. We're still in Titus. Titus, the second chapter. Now, look at verse number 14. He thought so much about this pattern, maintaining, maintaining, maintaining good works, maintaining. Look at verse number uh, 14. Uh, he goes on and says, Who gave himself for us, and that the Lord Jesus Christ, that he might redeem us from all iniquities and purify unto himself a peculiar people. So think about that. I like that word, uh, peculiar. You and I, we are special in the eyes of God. We're not just somebody. We are special. So he purified unto himself a peculiar people, zealous, zealous of good works. And when I looked up that word zealous, this is very important. This is key. I looked up that word zealous, and the word zealous means uh, a person spend a lot of time of energy in supporting something that, that they believe in very strongly. Uh, especially a uh, political or religious or religious idea. Zays uh, mean enthusiastic. Zays mean passionate and earnest and burning. And so this is what the Lord is saying here through Titus. He said, God, God redeemed us from iniquity, and he purified unto him a peculiar people, Zayas. They're passionate. They're very enthusiastic about good works. This is what God's people is all about. I am passionate about good works and good deeds. I'm not doing it for other people. I'm doing it for myself. And God wants you to be passionate, very passionate, uh, you know, about it. Some people are, are, are passionate about what they do. They're, they're very passionate about they learn, don't walk on my grass. They'll put signs out there and say, don't walk on my grass. They're passionate about it. Some people are passionate about their cars also. They're passionate about a lot of things in life. But here the Lord is saying, be zealous, be zealous, be passionate of good works, not bad works. Some people are passionate about bad works, but not bad works, brothers and sisters, but passionate about good things, good work. This is good works, and we want to be passionate about good works. And it says, Zayus, uh, spending time, uh, they're, they're spending lots of time. I spend lots of time, I spend lots of time and lots of energy supporting, supporting my religious belief because I'm passionate about it. I'm passionate about the word of the Lord. I take it seriously. I'm very passionate about the things of God. And so are you. And I want you to continue to be that way. And titles want you to continue to be that way also. Be passionate about it. Some people are not compassionate about it. They don't take it real serious. And it shows. You can look at the pattern that they have set forth in their life that they don't take the word of God serious. Look at the pattern. Look at the pattern. And you can tell the people that take this thing serious. Okay, there it is. And so so here he said, again, his fourth point, fourth, 
his fourth point, uh, point number one, he said he wants to be what? He will, those that believe, be zealous, uh, be passionate, be uh, 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 maintain good works. Point number two, he said learn to maintain good works. Point number three, he said now show a pattern of good work. Now point number four, he said be passionate, be passionate about good works. Are you? Are you? That's a question today. Are you really passionate about being kind? being polite, being helpful, helping somebody. Are you passionate about it? Some people love to help other folks. Some people are so passionate about it, they even they even volunteer for things. You know, not many of us volunteer for things, but a lot of a lot of people do volunteer for things. They volunteer their time and they don't want even money. I just volunteer my time. I go over to a matter of fact, I was so passionate about Building one time, building houses and build, learning how to build. I used to go by construction sites, and as they were building, I watched them build. And I went up and asked the people that was building, did they mind me watching them and observing how they build and how they put up the walls and how they did the uh, the, the windows and frame the doors? And uh, they said, oh, no, you can watch all you want them. Man, they give me a hammer. I join right in and, and, and help work with them. I, I don't want no money, but I was so passionate about the skill. I was so passionate about learning how to how to put use a hammer and a nail that I was willing to go up there and nail a couple of nails free. You know, because I was passionate about that type of work, and it and, and, and it paid off for me. And it helped me in the long run to do many many things that I love to do. So that's what this word zealous means. Uh, passionate, passionate. Uh, enthusiastic about it. Just just have that burning for it. So we I have that burning for the word of God and so do you. Maintaining good work. All right, my last point. My last point is in the third chapter. We're still in Titus. Look up at chapter at the third chapter. Now look at uh verse number one. Here we just got to be talking about being zealous, passionate about the good works. Now in third chapter, verse number one, he's still he's still hammering this thing. He's still hammering on this thing. I don't know why he he got on it so heavy and didn't get off it. He only wrote three books: first first titles, second titles, and third titles. He only wrote three books, but he but he hammered on it and it wouldn't get up. He thought it was very very important, brothers and sisters, and it is that we maintain it. We don't want to lose what we got. Okay, chapter three, verse one. He he said this right here. Uh, put them in mind to be subject to principalities. Now, principality that means the law of the land, the government, the police officer. We don't, you know, we li we living in their time now. People don't regard the police officer. They don't like the police officer. They want to defund the police officer. They want to call the police officer bad names and all that kind of stuff and say bad things about law enforcement and just law in general. You know, as Christians, as Christians, the Word of God teaches us to not do that. I, I, I'll never call a police officer a pig. You know, I, I'm not saying that we don't have some bad ones. Of course, there's good and bad and everything. But it's not for me to argue with a police officer. It's not for me to uh, call him out of his name, all that kind of stuff. That, that would lead that up to the world because they're they good at doing that. But you and I as Christians, we'll never, we'll never carry ourselves that way as Christians, okay? But he, here's why. Because Titus told us, he said, put them in mind to be subject to principalities. There it is. He told them, put the people in mind to be subject to the law of the land and powers, to the powers that be, and to obey magistrate. You know, the government of uh, the government people, those that are in charge, you know, uh, as long as what the government is asking us to do, it doesn't, it doesn't, uh, you know, disagree with our faith and disagree with what the word of the Lord has said for us, then we should do these things. You follow what I'm saying? If they said, don't run the red light, you know, uh, we as Christians, well, we're not going to be out here just running red lights and stop signs. So we, I'm going to stop where I need to stop and, 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 and do all those things because the word of the Lord said, put them in mind. And this is what he said, put them in mind to be subject to principalities and, and powers and obey majesty. And check this out. And to be ready to every good work. There it is. He's still driving.
driving home this point, maintaining good work. Put the people in mind, you got to be ready. Now, check this out. I'm going to line it up once again and walk down through it, and I'm almost done. Okay, point number one, he said, address us as believers. As believers, maintain good works. Then after he said after believers, he said we should learn to do good work. Then after we learn good work, he said we ought to show patterns of good work. After we show patterns of good works, then he said we ought to be zealous, be passionate about good works. And after we are passionate about good works, then he come on and bring it home and said be ready for every good work. No matter whatever come up, if it's a good work, you be ready for it, brothers and sisters. I am ready today for whatever it is. If it's a good work, I'm ready for it. Whatever it might be, if I just want to know if it's a good work. And this is what the Lord is saying to his people, that we need to be ready. All is all in order. I thank God, Lord, is all in order. I'm working on it today. I'm working on it. If it's a good work, brothers and sisters, be ready for it. Be ready for it. Okay? That's what Titus is driving home. Five points. Five. He thought it was so important. Five different points. He talked about it. I never read a chapter where it emphasized so much on one particular thing. It's important that we maintain good work. So I pray today, brothers and sisters, that you are maintaining good work, that you are working on the building, that you're working on the things that God wants to work on, working on being the person that God wants you to be, okay? We don't have enough time to meddle with somebody else or bother with somebody else. It's, it's, it's me. Not my brother, not my sister, but it's me, oh, Lord, standing in need of prayer. I'm maintaining good work. I'm working every day to make sure I maintain good work. Sometimes I might find myself slipping. But when, it, when, but when the word of God comes back to my remembrance, it reminds me and brings me back to where I'm supposed to be. Start working on it. Get back working on this thing. Brothers and sisters, let's keep working on it. Let's work on it until the Lord calls us home to be with him. And then we will have a reward with the Lord in heaven. we got to maintain good works. I hope I said something to encourage you today, brothers and sisters. But let our people, let our people learn. Let our people learn. Our brothers and sisters, let's learn it. Learn it. You may not know. And don't have a problem with people teaching you. Sometimes people have problems with folk telling them stuff. But I thank God I don't have a problem. You never learn. You can't learn if don't nobody tell you. Okay. Let our people learn to maintain good works. Let's work on it, brothers and sisters. That's the word of the Lord today for the people of God. I hope it said something encourage your heart. I thank God for all of his blessing, how he blesses me. I'm, I'm doing just well, and I pray you're doing just well. But uh, after all is said and done, we have to maintain and good, do good works. So if you call me, I'm tell, I, my word to you today is I'm maintaining. I'm maintaining. How am I doing? I'm maintaining good works. How are you doing, brother? I know you maintaining. You're working on it. You're keeping it up. You're keeping it up. You're not letting it go by the wayside. Keep it up, brother. Keep it up, my sister. God bless you in Jesus' name. Thanks, Pastor Johnson, for another amazing message. Make sure to join us next week for an all-new episode of the Upper Room Church Podcast. Until then, remember, encounter Jesus, echo hope, and dwell in love.